I don't know about you, but I am pretty excited this morning for what's about to happen, aren't you? Right? All right, so um, I have a confession. And uh, I got to admit to you this morning, I've been baptized twice. Now, some of you are like, wait a minute, I don't get this. I got to do this again later on? No. See, I got to explain something to you. When I was younger, I grew up in a denomination, and, and in the, that denomination particularly, they had believed that when you, became a, when you were to become a member, uh, like a covenant member of that particular church, you, the way you went about that was you would get baptized. And salvation was in the midst of all of that, and they talked to you, Scripture, about knowing Jesus as your personal Savior and inviting him into your life. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. And once that was done, but, but later on, as you progressed and as you got a little bit older, the next step into becoming a, an official member into that church, that community of faith, you didn't fill out an application form. You didn't fill out a membership form. The next step for you was to get baptized. And so I didn't know any better. And that's the way I was raised. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I want to become a member of my church. So I'll get baptized. And so I got baptized. As years passed, I became uh, aware that as I grew in my relationship with Jesus and as I began to read the scriptures and I began to surround myself with other men and women of the faith, that I began to realize that there was something that I did and what I was currently living, something else needed to be different. That I had a misunderstanding of water baptism. I had missed something in the moment. And so those men and women walked me through the scriptures and they were talking to me and showing me and saying, look, there's nothing here in scripture that says when you get baptized, you become a member of a local congregation. Actually, what it tells you is that when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, when, when you invite him into your heart and you ask him to become Lord of your life, it says scripturally that the next step you are to take is to be baptized in water as a physical declaration to the world that you are now a follower of Jesus. Wow, that's way different than what I did. Some of you here today, you can relate to that. Maybe you were baptized at a young age in a different denomination and you didn't have much understanding of why you did it. You did it because you were told. You did it because you thought it was the right thing to do. And in just a few moments after this message, I'm going to personally invite you to join me, actually, that if you have never been baptized before, according to your own will, your own desire, and according to the understanding of the scriptures, I'm going to invite you to join me this morning. And you say, but wait a minute, I, I didn't even come prepared. I came dressed for church, and I don't have a towel. I don't have anything. Well, don't worry. We've got all of that covered for you. So that way, there's no excuse. So, why baptism? Why, why would God, the creator of the universe, why, why would he tell the nation of Israel that you are to engage in a mikvah, a baptism? Why would, why would creator God say such a thing to them and tell them and give them specific instruction that through your generations, this is what you are to do? 
Well, if, like any of us, we all know and understand that symbolism is very powerful in our lives. For example, when we see an American flag flying on a flagpole high in the sky, emotion can be stirred, right? Some of you have served our nation, served our country, given sacrifice. And when you see that flag, your emotion is stirred. There's a sense of of good pride that burns within you. Opinions and thoughts are stirred when we see our American flag concerning our nation. It's a symbol that identifies us with our nation. And when we say the words America, in our minds, there's pictures of the American flag that possibly flash through our mind. Because symbolism holds power. It helps us to identify with something or with someone And in the same manner, the Lord institutes this commandment for this mikvah for the Jews. And he says to them, listen, the mikvah for you is important. I want you to engage in this because the baptism for Jews is not only for the individual, but it's for the entire community. It's for the nation of Israel. It is this gift of holiness and purity, not only for the individual, but a gift of holiness and purity and declaration back to the community and to the nation. See, Israel was a nation unto itself. And it's almost in the same manner, if you look at it this way, when you become a follower of Jesus, you then become a member of the kingdom of God. You become a member of a kingdom. Because unwillingly and unrealizing, you know, we don't realize this, but prior to knowing Jesus, we were actually members of the kingdom of darkness. Whether we want to be or not, Jesus tells us that there are only two kingdoms, and there's the kingdom of darkness, and there's the kingdom of God. And when we're born into this world, we're automatically born into darkness. But when we give our hearts to Jesus, there is a membership that takes place, and it's salvation, and we become members of the kingdom of God. And then Jesus gives us this this symbolism, this identity that he says to us, listen, there's something that you're going to identify with. There's this powerful symbolism that I'm going to place in scripture and I'm going to demonstrate myself and show you the way. So it identifies you and sets you apart as a gift of purity and holiness, not unto yourself, but unto me and unto your community of faith and unto the kingdom of God. The Jewish life is marked by this word called havdalah. It means separation. It's the physical, emotional, mental separation from the holy and the profane. It is this understanding that we separate ourselves from that which is mundane, that which is darkness, so that we can live in a place that which is of holy and full of light. And when God instituted the mikvah or the baptism for the nation of Israel, it was to be this symbolism, this symbolic understanding, this threshold where there was this physical separation from the unholy entering into the holy. But it was more than that. Immersion signifies the change of spiritual status. It's this coming clean publicly. That's why When Jesus was baptized, it was public. They didn't run off somewhere and, you know, he didn't say to John the Baptist, hey, John, look, I'm I'm just not digging this scene. 
Um, is there like a little pond somewhere we could like head off to just for a couple minutes? You know, help, tell your disciples to keep everybody occupied. We'll be back. No one will notice. No, it's, it's this public declaration. I'm coming clean. I'm separating myself from the profane. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. And now I am making this physical declaration, not only between you and I, God, but to me as an individual, to the community of faith that I belong to and to the kingdom of God. And that's what I'm doing, that I'm coming clean. And so Jesus, the very son of God, the very son of God, Jesus, all authority in heaven and earth, right? Jesus, a Jew of all people, Jewish in his heritage, and he, and he goes to John the Baptist, and they meet in the river, and he says, baptize me. And there was two reasons for this. One, Jesus was fulfilling the commandment of his father. And two, Jesus needed to demonstrate how to do it. He needed to demonstrate to the rest of the world that this is so important that even the Son of God, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, has to do this as well. Because at that time, there was the nation of Israel, and then everybody else was considered what they call a Gentile, unclean. That's right, if you weren't Jewish, you weren't in. And so Jesus comes along and he says, listen, baptism now is for the Gentiles as well. It's for everybody. And we pick this up in Mark chapter 1, verse 9. It says this, At the time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and a spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. So here Jesus is, he takes part in this baptism. First, to fulfill the commandment of the Father, and second, to show his followers the importance of changing their spiritual status. I love this verse. Not like the way I love tacos, but like I, I love this verse. Like I invest myself into this verse because I love what happens here. Jesus fulfills the commandments of his Father publicly, and then God himself puts the seal on it and says, I'm well pleased with you. And isn't that a great feeling? When you hear from those that love you and you love them, that they say, I'm well pleased with you. In the same manner, just like Jesus, when we are obedient to the commandments of God, we may not physically hear the very words of God, but they are still written and echoed throughout Scripture that he is well pleased with us when we are obedient to his commandments. And this morning, for those of you who are about to step up onto this platform in just a few minutes and make a public declaration of saying, look, I've accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. I've confessed my sins. I believed in my heart. I've invited him to be Lord of my life. And I'm taking that next public step. I'm declaring that I'm leaving the profane and I'm stepping into a place where I will pursue holiness. I will desire to follow the commandments of God because one, I love him. 
And two, I know he will be well-pleased. Matthew 28, 18 says this. Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus not only does it, but then before he leaves earth, he tells his followers, he tells his disciples and says, look guys, here's the deal. I've got all the power and the authority. No one else has this and I'm giving it to you. And here's your charge. Go make disciples and baptize them. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and obey. Baptize and obey. Water baptism is just as critical to a follower of Jesus as it is to someone who's Jewish. Today, for any follower of Jesus, water baptism personifies the womb and the grave. It is a portal, it is a symbolism, it is a declaration to the followers of Jesus to say, look, I'm going into this water in just a few minutes. I'm going to go into this water and I'm going to be underwater. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to die with Christ. And at the same time, I'm going to be reformed in the womb and I'm going to come up out as a new creation in Jesus. It is this powerful act of symbolism. I'm going to die. All the old that I'm carrying in there with me is going down under and it's not coming back Amen, that's it. Come on. We're buried with Jesus, rising to a new creation. It's this symbolism of saying that I'm separating myself from the profane and I'm going to strive to live a holy life. And I understand that it's not going to be easy from this point on, but this is what he's called me to do. I love God so much that I will fulfill his commandments at any cost, even if people make fun of me for what I'm about to do. Now, I will tell you this, that today, water baptism is not an emotional response. I'm going to be honest. If you're here today and you say, oh, well, you know what? I'm I'm in a really bad situation right now. Maybe I'll just, uh, when he gives that invitation to get baptized, I'll run up and get baptized and my situation will be totally better. It doesn't work like that. Or maybe you say, well, I'm in real financial crisis right now. So it must be if I get baptized today, then, then my finances will clear up and everything will be great. And it doesn't work like that. You say, but, you know, I had a, I had a fight last night with, with my spouse and, and things are just terrible. And, you know, and if I get baptized, then, then God will take care of all of that. It doesn't work like that. This is, this is not a, a magic well today that where we just jump in and we come out and everything is great. This is, this is a holy moment for us. Yes, Jesus can handle all of those circumstances and beyond, but in this moment, it's not about your situation, your marriage, your financial status. It's it's not about that. It's not about your emotion. It's about your holy declaration between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit this morning. It's about fulfilling the commandments of Jesus because he loves you and you love him. 
It's about having the willingness to be stripped of all of your personal power and all of your self-control. And when you enter this tank, you're physically declaring, I'm no longer leading myself, but I'm totally submitting to Jesus, Father, and Holy Spirit to lead me. And when I come up, I'm surrendered. (laughs) It's go time. And so I'm going to ask you to stand. So this morning, in just a few moments, we're going to have a five-minute greeting. And that's an opportunity for you to greet everybody around you and say hello, but most importantly, above all of that. In that five minutes, I'm going to be standing up here, right up here. And don't worry, no one's going to be paying attention or watching you. But if you're here and you say, you know what, Pastor Jason, I, I, I get it. I totally get it now. I, I understand, and I want that but I didn't come prepared today. It's okay. Again, I'm reminding you, we came prepared for you. And we have clothes, we have a change of clothes, we have towels, we have a place for you to change. Everything is covered. And if you're worried you're gonna miss out on anything, I promise you, we built this service specifically around you so you won't miss out on anything, so that you can take care of of what matters the most right now in this moment in your life. And so in just a minute, when we go to the five-minute greeting, if you want to be baptized according to Scripture, according to what we just talked about, because you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, I'm going to invite you to come up here and meet with me, and we're going to take you back, and we're going to get you ready and set, and you're going to join all the rest who are getting baptized this morning, and you're going to be a part of that amazing, holy celebration just as well. So let's pray. And then we'll greet. Father, we thank you so much for your word this morning. Father, we thank you for the incredible celebration that we've already begun. But Father, what's really going to take place in just a matter of a a few minutes? Father, let this be a time of celebration, but yet a time of understanding the holiness of what's happening here and the importance of this this morning. And above all, that you would be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Take the next five minutes, greet somebody around you, and if you want to be baptized this morning, come right up here and see me. All right. Well, this is, so far this has been a great morning, and we have a, an exciting time ahead of us. All right, young man, can you tell us your name? Zach. Zach? And Zach, this is a, a great day for you. And um, what made you decide that you wanted to be baptized today? Because today's the day I wanted to join Jesus. All right, congratulations. Go ahead. Zach, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Could you tell us your name, please? Holly. Holly, this is a, this is a benchmark for you, and uh, we know a little bit about your your testimony and your past and your history. But uh, from your heart today, 
you may, you're making a decision. It's an important decision. So tell us a little bit about why you're doing this today. For about a year now, um, I've been learning more and more about Jesus and the amazing things that he's done. And this will be my first time being baptized, and I'm just ready to commit my life to him. All right. So, Holly, I, I just want to say that uh, we've been watching your family now for a lot of months, and Jesus has made some wonderful transformations in you guys. And so we're just so proud that you're following through with this. So on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father. You're going to make me cry. You need to stop it. <laughs> the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So you made some decisions even this morning. You decided to get up. You decided to get dressed. You decided to come to church. Maybe you even decided what to have for breakfast. But this is a little bit different decision, isn't it? So why are we deciding this today? Uh, I accepted Christ when I was in high school, and now I'm ready to make the next step in my faith and grow closer with Him. Jen, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So just speaking with you a second ago, I found out that you happen to know that lady that just got baptized. Who is she? That's my wife. Your wife. All right. So can you just tell us a little bit about this special day and uh, why you've making a decision as a follower of Jesus to be baptized? Uh, I just uh, want to become the, the man that God wants me to be. Wants him to be. That's good enough. on your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So we have a mother that's going to share. We have a daughter that's bashful. But we're going to baptize them both. So tell us your names, please. I'm Dina. This is I'm Carrie. All right. And uh, this is an exciting time, especially with your daughter being joining you in this very, very special occasion. So what brought you to this decision? Well, I was saved when I was about 10, and I was baptized when I was 11. And, but life happens, and I've always been a believer, but it's been on my heart to do it as an adult. 
I get nervous in front of people too, but, and she had wanted to get baptized and didn't want to do it alone, so I thought it's a perfect opportunity. Good mom. Carry on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Carly, Carly, Carly. This gal is a pretty special gal. She uh, helps us in our, with our greeting at the doors. And I see her around here all of the time, Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. And Carly, this is a special day. I know Jesus means a lot to you. So why did you make this decision for today? Because I like Jesus. I follow with Jesus a lot of times. So I prayed every night. on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, could you tell us your name, please? Jeff. And Jeff, this is an important time for you. It's a special day. Uh, day that we know that you will always remember in your journey with Jesus. So why are we uh, being a part of the baptism today? I wanted to make it publicly known, a public declaration of my faith. Jeff, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Could you tell us your name, please? Stacy. Stacy. Stacy, are you nervous? You'll do just fine. But you've come here today, a part of your friends and the community of faith, to make this public declaration. What made you decide to do that today? Well, I was saved when I was a little girl. Um, in my early teens, I walked very far away from God. But I know He always had my His hand on me. And He called me back. And um, I want to tell Him thank you and give my life back to Him.
Stacy, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Could I have your name, please? Blanca. Blanca. Now, we usually don't let the people get out of saying something, but when a pretty young girl looks you in the eyes and says, please don't make me say anything, just kind of hard to turn that down. But uh, we're not going to put pressure on you. Do you love Jesus? Yes. Is this a special day for you? Yes. All right. You're going to be baptized. On your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, could you tell tell us your name? Connie. Connie. All right, uh, he kind of broke the ice. So, Connie, we're here today. Pastor Jason shared uh, very clearly why we're here and what we're doing as a follower of Jesus and water baptism. What brought you to this decision? It's long overdue. Um, I've had excuses for a long time. Too fat, too tired, too sick, too shy. And uh, now I'm, I'm ready to show everybody that Jesus is my Savior and I'm ready to prove it. Connie, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, young lady, tell us your name, please. My name is Degante. All right, and uh, obviously you have people in your life that have shared Jesus and you've accepted Jesus in your heart and you're ready today to follow him in water baptism. Uh, what brought you to that decision? Well, I found Jesus and I love who I found. All right. <laughs> okay, you can go ahead. on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, could we have your name, please? William Warden. William. Obviously, without guessing your age, you're not a part of RISE Youth Ministry. You're not a part of EYA, young adults. 
but you're a man who has lived life, you've had experiences, and you're making a decision today to be baptized. What brought you to that place? So everybody knows that I'm a Christian. Thank you. All right. William said it's like a hot tub. It, it is. Too. <laughs> We're not turning the jets on, though. So, here we go. William, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. your first name? Laura. Laura, today is a special day for you. Can you tell us why? Um, because I'm getting baptized and I've never been baptized before. All right. Go ahead over there. On your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, tell us your first name. My name is Chris. Chris, and why did you choose to be baptized today? Uh, I want to let God know that I love him and that he is my Lord and Savior. Excellent. on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, tell us your first name. Joseph. Okay, now, when you just heard Joseph speak with that deep voice and this size stature, and he tells you, I don't want to talk, you listen. So Joe and I already talked, and we're in good standing, so I'm going to let you go get baptized. <laughs> Joseph, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, tell us your first name. My name is Daniel. Daniel, we were talking just a few moments ago. Why is it that you want to be baptized today? I just want to surrender my life to Jesus. Okay. Okay. 
Daniel, on your profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, would you tell us your name, please? My name is Casey. And Casey, no, you can't do a triple flip off of the edge into the water. So you're here today, you're making a decision to follow Jesus. Um, what brought you to that uh, time of making that decision? Uh, I just want to take the, the next step of, of, of faith for, for growing closer to him, I guess. Yeah. Right, all right. So if maybe this is your first time to, to witness a water baptism, and Pastor Jason so eloquently helped us understand really the meaning of it. And I'm standing here and I'm thinking 15, 16, however many people we had. Do you realize that you that were sitting here this morning have witnessed 16 miracles? Our salvation is a miracle. Jesus died and was raised from the dead. And, and he forgave us our sins, and we died out to sin and came alive in Christ. That's a miracle. And so I think that it would be good for us this morning, to the glory of God, to just let him know how thankful we are for these lives that have been changed, transformed, and following Jesus in water baptism. Would you put your hands together? To the glory of God, let's give him thanks. Thanks. 